I think that's going to be our new segment. <laughs> <laughs> it's just you doing that. I want to make... It's pitch perfect. Um, my, my youngest sister does Scratch in a cartoon, um, which is like, I don't know, how kids learn to code, and you can make like little games oh, on it and stuff. Okay. And I want to make a video game that's just like super simple, but all of the sound effects are just <laughs> me making noises. <laughs> when you're running so you're like, like walking, <laughs> <laughs> I can't. <laughs> yeah, but like every everything is just like like there's a door. It's like <laughs> just like blatantly all of the sound effects are just me. <laughs> I I I would I would play that. Game. Yeah, I think it would be really fun. And it could be like be the worst game, but I would like to like have a character that I can move around in an environment that is just like entirely generated by my voice. <laughs> I think we should intro this. <laughs> Hello, and welcome to Gohan or Go Home, where it's Pākehā Language Week. <laughs> Pour one out for the Red Ribbon Army, our local fascists, protecting West City culture. Oh, <laughs> good God. At the end, I've got to find a version of Kakite Ono. I'm going to be like, oh, see you, see you later, and goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> what is the, the Pākehā version of that? Because it's not... It's not really that. It's got to be something that's like making an attempt at being formal, but just comes across as like weirdly folksy. Uh, <laughs> just sort of a Japanese one. That's not going to work. Um, uh, you know, like. Um, good evening to you all. Oh, good evening to you. <laughs> yeah, uh, I. Mm, I don't know. I'm a person. Who am I? That's the mystery, Batman. Do you Solve have these riddles three? Blonde hair. This is guess who. Okay. Um, um, I can't remember. Uh, I do have a Superman kink. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> <As> established. <laughs> that is good. I, uh, if if nothing, like I feel like my jokes are going to be a bit shit today because my brain's just a scrambled egg in my skull currently, but. If anything, I'm happy that I came into town and heard you like walk into the room and say, "Why do I have a Superman king?" <laughs> I meant because, there's a curl you know, in my there hair. There are some questions that only you can answer. There was. Um, I was going to say you've probably noticed that some workmen came and trimmed my tree, but that also sounds really <laughs> bad. Uh, Tell folks, us about it, Simon. If you look downward, you'll see that <laughs> some workmen have trimmed my tree. <laughs> They've come and it's it's an autumnal tree. I have a deciduous tree outside my window. Window, as we know. Oh, you have a deciduous tree. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> and she gets wildly bushy, so you have to, you gotta trim that down. Anyway, we before it move falls on to this one. Let's move on from that one. I am, I'm a person. You said that. Oh. <laughs> this is a mess. I am Simon Foxy, the lady of Monroe. <laughs> and across from me. Is Imogen. Yep. yep. Anyway. <laughs> bam, bam, bam. Bam, bam, bam. Faith. <laughs> and this yeah. is Go Hard or Go Home, the that podcast is, yeah. where I take somebody unwillingly who's never encountered Dragon Ball through the entire comic, all 550 fucking chapters. <laughs> There's so um, many. Also, I think you should maybe watch your words because someone could easily clip that to say you take someone unwillingly. Oh, I, t- I thought you were going to say the F word because I was like 50 and beeping chapters. Um, <laughs> bam, 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 chapters. <laughs> Hello, my name is Imogen. Bow, 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 Faith. 
<laughs> just speaking right, my this language. Is, this is a fucking it's an shit alien one. show. I, and I am the ringmaster. What do Let's we usually on. do? We talk about what I've been doing. Oh, it's episode 30. Yeah. Episode 30. Episode We're going to celebrate good times. 30. I'll drop some in there. Good times. Come you don't have to sing it because I'll drop it right in the track if I remember to listen. <laughs> sang it and now you know how long it takes and you can you can cut that and replace it I'm i do have to edit just gonna do all the placeholders with my voice when i produce this i edit it second by second because i oftentimes will find that i have said something extremely bad <laughs> and have to remove it like it's worse than just if an employer finds it it's if anybody finds it no, you, do you mean that like the <laughs> version of this that i hear isn't even the one that the the customers run into i do a radio clean edit no i don't um (laughs) i was gonna say because like half of my jokes are like why are you like this and like people are gonna think that i'm some like extreme prude who's just berating you for making like lukewarm jokes it's a bad comic all i can say is that it's commensurate to how terrible this comic is the way that i act what have we been up to i class have been trying to watch movies that are on netflix so that i don't <laughs> i'm not not so that i don't but then i don't have to bother pu- legitimately watching them through legitimate means so i watch them on netflix now <laughs> instead of that if i can i just look through and see what's something that i potentially want to watch and i watched the men in black movie you haven't seen men in black before i'd seen the second one i have sequelitis we've talked about this right oh okay yeah, yeah. when i was a kid i just watched the sequels of franchise movies men in black 2 sucks real bad well, I kind of enjoyed it at the time. I'm sure it would suck now, but the first movie's so Actually, good. I haven't seen it since I was like 13 or something. I just remember thinking it sucked then. It probably did, yeah. Um, the first movie's surprise shockingly yeah, good. Men in Black is real good. It didn't get Men rated that well. It's got like a 70 on Metacritic, which is all right, but there are a lot of people being like, eh, it's okay. But like, if you look at an action movie now, there's no soul to a lot of them. But if you look at Men in Black, you're like, this has got a directorial vision and it has like some really fun stuff. it has stuff. soul just because it has black people in it. <laughs> They're called aliens, but (laughs) (laughs) there's there's some genuinely, and the casting is great. Yeah, it's a good movie. Um, Tommy Lee Jones, Rip Torn. Rip Torn, yeah, yeah. Um, I think the second one's like, is the prequel one with Jermaine Clement the third one or the fourth one? I think it's the the third third one. one. I I like that. Okay, I I haven't seen it. I just like Boris the Animal. Just yeah. Boris. Of course you would. Yeah. Of course you would. <laughs> and some other things. I'd never seen Jurassic Park. Only one of the sequels. <laughs> I can drop things in. We don't have to do the soundtrack to this. It's funnier if we do it. It's actually, I don't think it's the entirety like of Jurassic Park with a score me. that's just my voice. Yeah. <laughs> I think someone did that with like bad recorder. They or did something. bad recorder version. Of Doesn't that guy live in Wellington? One of them does, yeah. yeah. Or oh, just a shitty flute guy. Uh, no, it was uh, Ben something or other. I can't remember. I know I who he know. is. Okay. Like, I know people who personally know who he is. I know who he is. <laughs> I know who he is. Welcome to Jurassic Park.
But yeah, Barry Sonnenfeld, who's normally a cinematographer, directed Men in Black, and it has some cool stuff with it. He does a lot of shots where he takes like a wide angle lens, like a 25 to 30 millimeter, and then just like physically moves it into people so that everything like feels like it's huge, even though he's moving, you know, like a foot to two feet. It's just like very dramatic, like a Mm -hmm. Coen Brothers move. It's so fun. Every time someone just like looks over their shoulder and it's like realization. I have to rewatch it. I don't think I've seen it for like many years. Yeah. It was a good movie. I, so there's like a like a they, they got a new new one with like Chris Hemsworth and Tim just Thompson that came out recently, yeah. which I haven't seen, but it just looks like a um, Thor Ragnarok fan fiction movie, like yeah. alternate universe. That's that's the sort of thing you would like, expect you, from that. You know, casting. these guys are great with a, a a caper with aliens. Let's make it slightly different from how it is. It's not the same without Hulk, without Mark Ruffalo. It would, would he would not be in it. So therefore, it would be different. Maybe he could be same. an alien. We could pitch this. Maybe <laughs> we're going to make another alternate universe with all the same actors fighting aliens. Yeah, men too black. No, men too um... black is not okay. No, I mean, but that's how they sold MIB too, right? Was that the poster said M two then B? Oh yeah. Yeah, you know, like boys to men, but racist. <laughs> I think it was, um, and yeah, Jurassic Park, which is good. There was. Um, Again, there's some kind of interesting stuff. I think Spielberg hadn't kind of like completely wasn't phoning everything in. Ready Player One doesn't even look like one of his movies. It's almost like he just got an assistant to direct it or some bullshit. But um, yeah, Jurassic Park. Isn't that mostly animated? What? Isn't that mostly animated? Yeah, but you can still, you know, you choose how the storyboards go and all that sort of. That is true. I I recognized fucking what is it? Polar Express Mm -hmm. as the work of the same director as Back to the Future. Mm. And that's fully animated. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, Robert Zemeckis. Yeah. Um, and Alan Silvestri did the score, which is. Yeah. He's fucking cool. He's so good. He's so good. I'm so happy they made a um, Back to the Future episode of uh, Out of the Score. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That'd be great. They, they, all, they talk love to talk about the tritones in that podcast. Yeah, they, go, they talk a lot about the tritones. <laughs> They're fucking like on the tritones. I like that podcast. It's I think for fun. classical musicians, a tritone is like something special or cool, but it's something constant in jazz. So. Yeah. <laughs> You don't even I'm think about show it. Them up. I <sighs> I don't know if I talked about this on the playlist. I watched, I listened to that in the car. I put it on when I was like on a real long drive with my boyfriend, and I thought he would like it. I was like, "This is real interesting. It's about music. You like some music things." Uh, and I just like selected that one. I was like, "Back mm-hmm. to the Future." You know, it's a classic. That would be great to listen to. Everybody it's like two hour show. long episode. We listen to the whole thing through. Mm-hmm. They're talking about like all these specifics of like how the music is like Doc's hair and stuff because it's like crazy and wild and points like. And then we, <laughs> like we, we drove it. We pulled into this campground we're staying at just as it finished, mm-hmm. and I turned off the car. And then Matt turns to me and goes, "That was interesting. I've never seen Back to the Future." <laughs> <laughs> That's perfect. I probably should have asked before I made him to listen to like two hours of like weirdly in depth. It's like breakdown of the score. It divide it bisects the octave perfectly, so it's the same forwards and backwards. <laughs> like you're moving through time non-linearly. <laughs> like, <laughs> but uh, so it's probably not exactly the uh, the experience that I was trying to get across. But I don't. How am I supposed to know he hadn't seen it? I can't believe I made a TikTok video for them and they still haven't done Kano Yoko's score for Cowboy Bebop. I prostituted myself uh, that that podcast. Sometimes I just tweet them and ask them to do things and they haven't replied to me. No, you've got to do TikToks for them, I think. Like they Notice demand me things out of you. Of the score. <laughs> they seem I like pretty cool people. I have a podcast too. And they're Australian, so they could come on. 
Come why would they what? talk about Dragon Ball? <laughs> oh, no, because um, Kikuchi Shinsuke died. Huh? The oh. person who wrote the score for Dragon Ball. True. For all of the Dragon Ball things, which is, that's not true, not Kai. Crossover episode. But it's very unfortunate. He was a legend in the it? Japanese incidental music community. He had done television music and film music for like, I don't know, 40, 50 years or something. I don't know. Anyway, he was a, a big man, not physically, but you know, <laughs> spiritually. He was a big man. <laughs> he was a big man. He was the John Goodman of, of composers. You know, I don't know why I'm singing its praises to people who've all seen it, but Sam Neill, Laura Dern, great combo. Yep. Jeff Goldblum doesn't do anything except be sexy in the movie, which is really weird. They're like, here's this mathematician scientist. Oh, his, his leg got hurt. He can't move. So he's just going to like lounge around with his yeah. arms behind <laughs> his head. With a shirt off. While, yeah, with a shirt off while they're like driving him around. They're like, uh. we've got to get out of danger. And he's like, oh no. Oh dear. I'll just sexily be here. And like, what? oddly maybe the least sexy he's been in a movie as well. It's curious, isn't it's it? It's strange. It's like the more they try to make him sexy, the less he is. <laughs> but then you've got like stuff where they're just not trying at all. And you're like, yeah, man, he could get it. <laughs> <laughs> Things you didn't want to know about your co-host. <laughs> I feel like we should probably move on. No, you need to sit there and you need to like, mull that one over, Simon. <laughs> uh, and I've watched half of... Would you or would you not do Jeff Goldblum? I have watched half of <laughs> Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Which which half? Uh, the first half. Okay. Not the bottom half. Not the which is half? weird. Because <laughs> I just watched half the screen. <laughs> which is kind of strange because... I think this, none of this is going to be like any fresh or original inside, but it's a movie where it's like wuxia and it's just very obvious, not fan fiction, but like, you know, just pure escapism, pulp fiction novel kind of thing, but it's done in a very tasteful, artsy way. It's so strange to watch. Hmm. Like, there'll be like, you know, very interesting, slow character scenes, you know, where you, people just play the the whole thing and like, well, most of it in a master shot or something like that, which is beautifully lit. And um, with very little movement. And then there's people flying across rooftops in the next scene. Yippee! And like, it's like sped up. Mm-hmm. You know, slightly. And they're just like... <laughs> like it's a Jack and Daxter or something. Yeah. <laughs> what? What's going on? It's so strange. It, it works. But Ang Lee, what a I don't a have any context for that being weird. Because like, I saw it when I was like seven or something. And I was like, yep, guess this is a movie. <laughs> it got nominated for Oscars and stuff because it's, you know. Yeah, I think we had it on DVD at my house before we got rid of the TV. Because it was, I would have been younger actually. There was like a, yeah, there was a period where we had this giant, like chunky TV. Mm. Like it was, the 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 weight of the thing was, was colossal. Like you could mm. use it to, as like as some kind of building support. Killer thief. Yeah, it was just, it was, like, one of those ones that, you know, back in the days, it was, like, a widescreen TV, except Mm. it had to be, like, deeper than it was wide. Yeah, we had one. So, yeah, it was, we had that for, like, a couple of years, and we watched a bunch of DVDs on it, and then we got rid of it. A widescreen, 36-inch TV. (laughs) Huge. You can't believe it. You need a crane to get it into your house. Anyway, if you are done doing reviews of movies that everyone has seen and loved... (laughs) Then uh, <laughs> it's good. Yeah. Uh, what about uh, then? We, we maybe we should move on to the the dragon's balls. There wasn't any final thing that you wanted to insert, um, like no, <laughs> like about have you watched things or you know just just thoughts on life. Uh, I've been watching them. the X Files. Yes, it's great. It's, would you? It's a bad. Would I? And which one? Gillian <laughs> Anderson, to be honest. Gillian Anderson, right? Anyway, she's very pretty. Yeah. Her hair always looks amazing. I don't know why she wears heels, so in the show. That doesn't make any sense. She's always running it's around. It's the 90s. It's the 90s. <laughs> like, her outfits place. are fresh, but impractical. <laughs> yeah. 
I, she doesn't strike me as that kind of person. Would you like to do an an advertisement, perhaps, for... I don't have any sponsors or anything, I, but, like, for the Patreon. For the Patreon? Maybe. We should tell people that we have one. What, what do you mean by that? Well, do hello. Do you want me to talk about it? We have a Patreon. To... Like that. That's an ad. Yeah, it is. <laughs> if you haven't already subscribed to our Patreon, then check out our content. We have a sweet podcast about the Twilight Saga. We have currently got Twilight out. I think we got... Have we released New Moon yet? No. No. We're releasing New Moon. Imminently. Imminently. It is edited. It's all done. Oh, well, it's fresh and ready to release. You can hear about the adventures of Eduardo. <laughs> The sexiest vampire man alive. You, would you, if you would like that. And you know what? If you subscribe yeah. to a higher tier, we can send you a fish post. Yeah, subscribe to a higher tier. Has anyone done that? I don't think anyone's done that. Not the highest, no. If you subscribe to a, a higher tier, I'll send you some shit in the post. Yeah, you get that and you get to vote on our polls. What are we going to watch next? Will it be High School Musical? Will it be one of the Dragon Ball movies? Um... What about that live-action one? Will it be the live-action Dragon Ball Evolution? No, I don't know if I can bear that. You're making me Maybe we'll have to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe we'll have to. But possibly. You'll see. In any case, that was an advertisement for our Patreon. Maybe try to chop that one down. Patreon.com slash Gohan or go home. Bow, bow, bow. Okay, we read chapters 87, 88, and 89, didn't we? Didn't we? Did we? Well, I read those. Did you read them? I don't remember. This is... Okay, we're going to find out if we read the same yeah. chapters. No, um, we did. Um, it was... Yeah, those ones. It was uh, 30, 31, 32. Yeah. Yep. Last, <laughs> as we know, the last thing that we saw was that our boy hero was killed and the comic's over. That's Goku's it. dead. <laughs> Goku's fucking dead. Finally. My dragon prediction was wrong. Because he's dead, but also it was wrong. Another, another, another bit in another respect. Oh yeah, you remember? I forgot how to speak. Yeah, you remembered what your dragon prediction was. I remember part of it. I remember I said a lot of shit, and I only remember like a little bit. Where you said that like he might wish for um, what's that kid's name? Upa. Upa for his dad to come back from the dead, and I was like, he doesn't have the fucking attention span for that. But then, uh, well, it's one of the earlier things that happens is he makes a pledge to... It doesn't mean he'll remember it. It doesn't mean he'll remember <laughs> it. That is a good point. I could still be right. But, like, he did He did say that he's going to do it, which is more than I was expecting. Yeah. Um, but this one is real grim. It just opens with, like, this, I don't know, this tall Pai Pai. She's like, well, I guess I killed everyone. And, like, Upo's there with, like, his dead father and dead Goku. And he's... Crying, he throws a stone at Tapaipai, and Tapaipai just like catches it in his mouth and spits he d- and it he back. He blows at him. it back. Ah, ah! Oh, I thought he like just went. Hoop. No, he's so strong. If he if he caught it in his mouth and spit it back like one of those clowns with the open mouth at the arcade, you he would, Upa would be dead. Okay, he can do things with his tongue. What do you think he can do with his mouth? That is not where I thought that sentence Tell was going. Tell me more. <laughs> Tapaipai, yeah, Tapaipai. He says to himself, he's like, the kid's dead. Old guy's dead. I got the Dragon Balls. I've done my assignment, but they don't call me the Fresh Prince of Killing for nothing. No, he needs. He got to get that drip. A fresh outfit. Yeah, but yeah, he's he's sort of like digging his pillow back out of the ground when um, <laughs> Opa does that, and yes, then he there's, does. yeah, he, there's a small child like crying on the ground from having the stone hit him in the face, and then he's like, "Well, I'll be grateful you're not dead. You should be happy, actually." <laughs> Could be like, worse. And then just like chucks his pillow off and like hones off to get some some fresh 
some fresh clothing. Which is when we cut back oh, to Commander fit. Red and the headquarters. And this is quite fun, I think, because they go, ah, he's got the Dragon Balls. He's left one behind. He's not coming towards us. What is going on? Somebody yeah. call They're Cal Pai Pai. Watching, watching this radar of like three of the Dragon Balls, like, like off to some random spot. And they're like, what the, that bastard, like, what's he done? Assassins, um, they'd be shopping. Assassins be shopping. Assassins be shopping. Assassins be threatening shopkeepers. <laughs> assassins be going to Turkey and, I don't assassins know. Assassins be throwing their right around in the fashion industry. Um, but yeah, anyway, Assassins he, be designing. Yeah, assassins be designing. Well, he needs to have his, his outfit that says kill you on it. Yeah. I want that as a t-shirt, I mean. I would cosplay as Tao Pai Pai if it weren't yellow face. But <laughs> I, just want a, I just want a shirt that says kill you on it. There is what another is the shirt in this his... comic later yeah. that you will want to have. Okay, what is the thing that it says on the front again? Uh, it just says um, the character Koroshi, which is Osatsu, which means kill. Okay, so it's, it's just sort of like both. It's just a character that says kill. It doesn't say to kill or say like going to or kill you. It just It's just a character which means kill and as then, a concept. And then kill you on the back. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Well, Dragon Ball fashion sure is something. <laughs> it's great. I think him coming to the tailor is such a fun scene because he's just killed people. It's so grim and then he shows up in kind of a like, I don't know, vaguely Moroccanish inspired sort of place like we had earlier in the chapters and there's just like a guy who's a tailor wearing some loose fitting clothing for a warm climate and he's in tatters uh, top pie pie. And he goes, I need you to make this. And he's made a drawing. And he goes, like, I can't remember what exactly what he says, but he's like, it's modeled after, like, the way that a high fashion tailor would draw it. Oh, it doesn't say that or about it. something like that. I can't remember exactly what he says about it. Oh, he doesn't say anything about it in the um, translation that I saw. Um, he just, like, hands in this drawing, which is, like, a very, like, kind <laughs> of shit crude drawing of, like, his own outfit. <laughs> Um, and he's like, yes, exactly like that. And I say, how long would this take you to make? And the guy's like, oh, probably about a week. And he's like, three days. And the guy's like, I can't do it. He's like, do you know who I am? Do you know who Tao Pai Pai is? Have you ever heard the name? <laughs> MC Pai Pai. Yeah. I will kill you. Yeah. I will shoot you. Anyway, it's yeah. so funny because he goes and make it three days. And in the meantime, I'll wear this ugly fit. This <laughs> real shit lack, lack of drip. Complete <laughs> ballsy outfit. Just and then like it's exactly the same as what the tailor's wearing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What a dick. What a, what a precious princess. <laughs> Somebody is such We're a walking precious Walking into, uh, into a high fashion tailor complaining that a small child blew your clothes off oh, with his no, beams. No, no. <laughs> and then insulting the very man who will create you the outfit you wish to have. Talking up your own outfit design as you hand it over. And he says, do you have a, do you got a phone? And then um, the tailor is like, oh, yes, of course. But there's some interesting stuff with Register here that the tailor is just, you know, a normal, polite sort of person. But as soon as Tao Pai Pai threatens him, he immediately switches to extremely groveling, kind of like, oh, of course, our honorable phone is right here, sir. <laughs> our honorable phone. <laughs> so Tao Pai Pai. Phone. Tao Pai Pai rules so hard. He uh, rings the up. The most royal of ears, may hear the voices coming down the line. <laughs> he calls the commander Red up. He's like, what up? And what's interesting here, I love his character so much. He, The way he talks to, to Commander Red is he's respectful and polite in his language. But with the way he's just like shrugging like a Frenchman and with all the stuff that he says, you can tell that he's the one that's in control. 
Mm. So he's like, you know, of course. He's oh, an independent contractor. Yes, sir. It's whatever yeah. you say. He comes in, he does his bit, he gets his cash. He's yeah. not like one of these goons that Commander Red is like threatened with death. He yeah. can't do shit to this guy. Yeah, exactly. Like, what's what's going to happen to him? He's very confident. And Commander Red says that his maths was wrong. And this is when Tarpai Bai finds out, oh, I don't have the right number of bulls. Yeah, he didn't even look in the bag. He just like, has his squares. He's like, oh, in. yeah. That's- it's not unusual. <laughs> It's not unusual to have one too many balls. <laughs> well, I'm not going to put the drop in there. <laughs> because that was a perfect, pitch-perfect Tom Jones. <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, uh, so I think Tom and Jerry, but it's Tom Jones and Jerry Seinfeld. I reckon... <laughs> Did you just do manana? <laughs> that's the little, that's the little riff from from it's not unusual. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I'm not manamanaing in this I podcast. I guess I will trust your lack of a muppetry. And, and the- trust in a lack of muppetry. Ah 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 ah. Three days. Ah 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 ah. <laughs> Count the balls. One dragon ball. Ah ah. Two dragon ball. Three dragon ball. Ah ah. Uh, uh, I am missing my beep. Bwah, 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 bwah. <laughs> and he, Commander Red says, oh, you're missing your fourth ball. Mm-hmm. It's never going to sound the same to me. Which is also the four-star ball, thankfully. Because when Goku wakes up, he pulls the ball out. And he looks at it and it's the four-star one. And he says, oh, my grandpa saved me. Yeah. Which is nice. So, okay, well, that's, there's a little bit before that as well. It's sort of like, you know... Uh, they cut back to. Oh, he's, so wait, so Tapapa is waiting for his outfit before he even goes back for the fourth Dragon Ball. Like he could easily just zip back there and grab it and then leave again. But he's like, no, 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 three days, I'll wait. Why would you kill someone without your kill you outfit? Uh, you know, you're, when you're right, you're right. Um, it just it just seems a little like he's got nothing else to do for three days. What's he oh, gonna yeah. do? Hide in a hole so no one sees his like ugly outfit? <laughs> he's just laying low. He's not even gonna go back to the middle of nowhere. I like that. Maybe it's, like, too awkward. Like, you know, like, you just leave a place and you forget your keys or something and you have to, like, walk in and confront everyone and be like, I'm back. And he doesn't want to do that with his, like, small child, his family he just murdered. But anyway, they go back to uh, the Karin forest Mm -hmm. where Upa is burying his father. The small it's child so, alone. It's so grim. He can't dig a hole, so he he's just, just put dirt over the top of his dad. He just covers him in dirt, and he puts a little twig in there for, like, a headstone, because he doesn't know how to bury someone. It's real dark. I would like to point out, Goku could beam the ground with his eyes Goku to make a grave. Goku is still unconscious, to But, but when he wakes up. That, yeah, but when, when he wakes up, and he doesn't. But, um... Upa's like crying. He's like, well, I guess I, I guess I have to bury Goku too. Oh. And like walks over and starts shoveling dirt on him. And then Goku sort of revives. When and you the, first meet the, your best friend as a child, imagine if they got killed immediately. I know. They After saving out. your dad. Has he ever, ever met another child? Like, they seem to live alone in, in the woods. The animals, you know, but no other child. Yeah. this It's real dark. But anyway, the. The Goku sort of This moves is the start of one of those the... Disney Princess dark arcs <laughs> where they become dark Disney Princess. You know, dark Rapunzel. He grew up with the animals and he what communicates with them. What was that show? like fucking Once Upon a Time or something. Was Don't. Just, did that do that? Let's not. I've never seen that. It sounds really bad. Yeah, it does. Sorry to any listeners that enjoy that show. I've never, I'd like, I'd, like I said, but I've never watched it. But you're wrong, stupid, and you should feel bad. Yeah, but you should feel bad for watching it. <laughs> 
because it's just like a bunch of different Disney intellectual properties that have been mangled together into a weird low budget live CW action. kind of you yes know. you're all CW <laughs> I was like fucking Green Arrow or something what was that why are all those shows so bad I don't, I don't want to think about if that if you enjoy them cool I do not the city West City save my city Felicity <laughs> I just it's all city with that guy it's just oh yeah all He's city all the also, time also why would you call a guy Oliver Queen and have him be like extremely grim straight it's that sounds boring. like a an edwardian drag queen yeah hey i'm oliver queen make him oscar wilde or something he's rich you know yeah have him be a oh, dandy oh i just read a uh, picture of dorian gray nice it's very good i liked it hmm. not really relevant to this i like oscar wilde but i yeah yeah it's fresh i like his writing style i liked the the whole chapter that's just describing the stuff that this guy has <laughs> He was like, you wouldn't believe it. He went to South America. He got all these, like, fucking musical instruments and rocks. <laughs> he had, like, a weird guitar with snakeskin on it. He had, like, a fucking flute from the Aztecs. He went and got some, like, random Arab guys to go and, like, play house parties at his house. It was sick. <laughs> and then he got bored of that and he went and found gemstones. He got, like, fucking rubies. He got fucking emeralds. And they started reading books about them and the effects that gemstones have. And he's like, man, quartz is, like, really clearing my chakras right now. And then he got bored of that and he moved on to tapestries. And he just had, like, every kind of tapestry a man could have. Like, he just had wall hangings for days he had like little cross stitches that some lady in like uruguay made it was fucking sick you would not believe the riches on this guy he was a real asshole but like man did he have stuff the picture of dorian gray everybody that was a picture of dorian gray's maria condor episode <laughs> yeah. it's like full, like a full it chapter just story. talking about stuff that he has and i love it oh um, yeah I, I mean i think that sort of stuff is crazy because it's like the rich bohemian lifestyle hasn't changed. Burners are the same. Well, not New Zealand burners. Like American burners, you know. I don't know. Well, I, I guess I know some American burners, but they're like surfers. So I'd, I'd they prob- come over probably here, not different. the same type. I don't know. I don't know which subset you're thinking of. Um, but it, if you're thinking... The of, tech billionaires who sort of took over. Oh, yeah. The, that sounds about right. Oh, well... They probably collect crystals. I don't know. I've never met any of those. Chekhov's pole finally gets a look in, which we knew. We always knew it would, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it's been there the whole time. And then Upa and Goku have a conversation, where, which basically amounts to Goku saying, I guess I've got to get stronger. Well, there's this pole to climb up. And Upa's like, yeah. But um, mm-hmm. And Goku says, I could take Kinto and I could take my cloud. And Upa says, no, you can't because... Well, not you can't, but rather you should be aware that... God is always watching you. <laughs> well, okay, that's not what it was. It was. <laughs> that like straight laced, buttoned down, Catholic seeming. No, not Catholic seeming. Like evangelical fundamentalist about? girl in a teen movie, you know, and like a Mean Girls kind of movie or Easy A or something like that. He's always the extremely runs the Christian club at the high school sort of girl. And he says, God is always watching you. You're describing Upa in this way? Yeah. That the was small little... Native American boy whose family has just been murdered? I was just talking... I was just leading in extremely lengthily to the Divine Panopticon. That's it. Okay. All right. That was a pointless riff. Okay. There was no point to any of that. I'm just wasting your time. Thank you for listening to Kohana Go Home. We have wasted your time and now we're going home. We have jokes um, that aren't funny and don't lead to any insight. <laughs> If you want to listen to Sam and Ramble for hours on end, then listen like to this, this thing, which is or kind of like that hang out thing. with them. <laughs> uh, excuse me, you don't have to do it when you hang out with me. It's not for an hour, it's for the whole day. <laughs> <laughs> it's a whole day of this bullshit. Yeah, this kind of, it doesn't actually stop, does it? Like, the riffing. Oh dear. 
People enjoy people, it. I don't know if people who listen to this realize that we're just living the podcast. <laughs> living the podcast. We live the pod. I don't say quite as awful things when the microphone is off. I'm just performing. I'm not like this in real life. Do I not deny you- that or else people will use this to cancel me. It's a character. It's a character parody. Satire. In yes, Minecraft. in real life, you are a very nice person who has never said anything, which was even vaguely questionable. Someone gave me the role, sweet, precious Kiwi on a server, which they don't know me. Just no, <laughs> they don't. Are they, do they listen to this? No. If you know them, tell them they're wrong. Blink twice if I have in some way destroyed your mind. <laughs> Chris Angel, mindfuck. Chris Angel, mindfuck. I don't think that one really works on an audio medium. Anyway, we were talking about Chekhov's pole. Yeah, well, Goku is dancing and he needs a good... Goku's just getting it. He's hitting the fireman turn. He's doing a great climb. He'd be great on... Oh, well, he doesn't really have that much groove. He's just got extreme agility. Yeah, no, he doesn't... His grip strength is great. The vibes, yeah. That's true. But he'd just, like, he'd just show off. Sometimes you see, like, pole videos like that, if you're following people who are, like, yeah. doing technique stuff. Or an and then Instagram it's, like, or something. Yeah, especially guys who do poles. Sometimes they do stuff that's just, like, meant to be, like, showing how cool they are, but it's actually, yeah. like, shit choreography. Technically I think you get a lot of different dances. This is not a pole-specific thing. I've seen a lot of, like, dance choreography, which is just, like, how can we jam every trick this dancer can do into one routine? <laughs> and there's one dancer in specific who I follow who's, like, amazing at turns as a ballet dancer. Um, like, contemporary ballet. And, like, I don't want to name names, but, like, every single video she posts is just, like... Sh- these turns shoehorned into inappropriate dances. Like, she'll be dancing to, like, milkshake or something and then, like, be doing, like, ballet turns. <laughs> it's like, you, that doesn't, doesn't belong there. What are you doing? It's an inappropriate choreography. It's like everything. You've got to have taste. You've got to think about what you're doing. You've got to know when to use what you have. And it's not all the time. You've got to shake if what you, your mama gave you. If you've got, like, some cool tricks, that's great. Save them for when they have impact. Don't just fucking, like, go all out every single time and post a million videos of it. Boring as hell. Because you only watch, like, three of those, and you're like, well, now I know the stancer. I know everything they can do, because it's all they do. That's it's what Black Swan was about. This is my rant. That's exactly what Black Swan was about. <laughs> it's just, she did, she did a real fucking good pirouette. And that's and then she did it so hard that she came off the stage and died. The end. Yeah. We left Black Swan. I like Darren Aronofsky because he'll he's not afraid to stab a bitch. I like him because his name is Darren Aronofsky. I don't know why really I said any say. of that. What the f- <laughs> <laughs> None of that made any sense. Anyway, he you know who else? Bitch in the movie gets stabbed. It's not wrong. Do you know who else has all the tricks but no? taste and choreography or no heart and doesn't know how to work the pole Goku it I does. brought it back that's because I started my, my energy is finally coming back up and I'm like man I'm just going to talk about like dance choreography now I'm like zipping around I can't think of this is what being friends with them which is why <laughs> at least say it like as a funny joke and not like a shit mockery well, you know what? I don't know if I appreciate you pointing out that I don't have any jokes. I just mock things. Mm. Wow. Self-aware, are we? <laughs> Welcome back to Gohan and Self-Aware. It's anyway. getting so hot with the windows shut, we should move on. Yeah, that's he true. He runs up the pole. He runs up the pole. He runs up the pole. This, and yeah. This he, kind of like fuck all happens in these chapters, to be honest. It's like the an entire rest of the chapter of him climbing, climbing up this massive 
tower. Yeah, and he just says, oh, no, I'm... Um, I'm tired, maybe I should try and sleep. And then he almost falls off when he's sleeping, which of course you would, what? Mm. Um, And then he climbs to the top and finally he gets to a flying saucer, which is at the very top. This is by the end of this chapter. Yes. So then the the chapter is just sort of of like, oh, I guess I'm going to climb a pole. And then he just does that. But it is quite cool to see, like, all of There's a lot of detail in the panels. There's a nice pole. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And also, there's a bit where he almost falls off and he catches himself by his monkey tail. Yep. Hashtag foreshadowing. Yes. Yeah, you caught that. I caught that too. I don't know why we were disputing that. Um, he comes to a flying saucer at the top, which has four holes in it, mm-hmm. so evenly spaced around, and climbs up through one of them. This yep. may sound very strange, but I can't remember if this happens in the comic or whether it's just in the, the animated series. But the number of holes in their positioning is actually important because I think this doesn't come back around until maybe one of the filler arcs in the anime a lot later or maybe like a hundred chapters from now but they're all for the compass points for each of the four wins or whatever it is and there's Mm. um they have to just make make this magic dispersal to stop everybody who has been turned into a kind of a weird zombie-ish thing do you reckon that was him thinking ahead or do you think he like thought back and was like huh that thing had four holes on it i'm gonna make it about wins i don't know what it was but it feels kind of spiritual because the you know the so UFO holes the sage is spiritual and the inside does look like a space a traditional J- Japanese spacecraft a, a traditional, traditional Japanese, Japanese spacecraft it looks like a traditional Japanese spacecraft ah, you know yes. like you've seen one of those woodblock prints where there are aliens yeah 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 you know like the squid pleasing the samurai the fisherman's in space <laughs> well that's what Cowboy Bebop was about <laughs> huh yeah see a space samurai <laughs> And Goku comes in there. It's a good show. Yeah, I mean, they do. They've got, like, the, you know, the rice paper walls, and it's traditionally decorated. He drinks some water, just laps it up from a, a little jar. He's like, yeah, he just starts looking around for the water. He's like, is this the magic water? And looks in a cauldron, and then he hears a voice saying, little boy, come upstairs. Yeah, this is the transition <laughs> to chapter 88. Don't look into it. Um, many of the numbers, it's Red Ribbon. And the sage says, yeah, come up. And he goes, huh, I guess so. Um, and uh, the sage kind of talks like Turtle Hermit. He's an old person, very sagely. And then Goku comes up and whoa, 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 what? It's a little cat. It's a little cat. It's, just, it's a little kitty cat. It's just a little cat with a walking it's a stick. Cat. It's a sexy cat. <laughs> it's a cat. He's not, he says, I'm not ascending at all, because that means, like, sage person, or sage human. I'm a senbyo, a sage cat. Ah, it says seneko in my translation, but, like, spelled out in English. What? But he uses the onyomi reading. He doesn't use the kunyomi, the Japanese reading. I don't know. It's a Chinese reading. It's not neko, it's hyo or byo. That's how they translated it. Well, they are wrong. (laughs) (laughs) The comic even has furigana on it. It has a phonetic guide to it because they're for children. I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just saying that's how they said it in my one. The translations are frequently a bit fucked, (laughs) to be honest. They're kind of janky. At least it doesn't have the, um, like translator's notes that the other one had that was like always weirdly horny there's just some german yeah, guy just one guy that translated them and then all of the chapters would have a translator's note and it would be like mm, this shot of bulma was an awakening for me as a child <laughs> <laughs> You're like, what extremely german alt text <laughs> he just says yeah oh my um, god um Karin, yeah. this that's his name they say it right yeah but not till later oh, okay yeah he's karen um so the cat mm-hmm. says to him 
I'm guessing that you're going to be... Oh, no, Goku says to him, I'm looking for some water. And he goes, ah, you're looking for the... <laughs> I love this the cat. The super holy water. Yeah, this cat's real good. The Chol Seisu, which is funny, because Seisu can also mean, like, spring water. But the way it's spelled is holy water. You know, like, the character for saint and then water. But uh. Chol is super, as in, like superhero chore just means like you could say you can put that in front of anything it's kind of like a cosmopolitan like youth word you're like man like oh man this is super delish <laughs> like like it means super you know like cool kind of thing mm-hmm. you know um and he says this is the super holy water which is rather incongruous but it's extremely dumb comic book kind of naming that seems like something that's so fun say. yeah <laughs> in the in the anime there's a filler arc in this well there's padding and it's kind of through filler and there's like a whole episode where Goku has to get the super holy water and then he gets it and at the end um, Karen is like oh that wasn't actually the real one because he goes oh I feel like I've just drunk this and he goes it's not the real one you're looking for the extreme super holy water I just tricked you and then there's a whole nother episode where he has to get the real one it's so dumb that's I honestly that's kind of what I thought would happen with this one I thought it happened because I remember watching the animated cartoon and then i watched i read this and i was like oh this is shorter yeah i, I think that like in an alternate universe that would happen because like this is a bit later on where they, they spend like ages fighting over this water and then he, goku kind of sneaks up on him in his sleep and like thinks about taking it i'm like man he would have just like taken that but then it would have turned out to be the fake one yeah yeah I, I, that's where my thoughts went anyway but goku didn't has to yeah he um, says he tries to explain it but he doesn't yeah. know that much about it and so what Karen says what the cat says to him is <laughs> he's he, so he needs to tell him to shut up twice. Yeah. This is great. He's like, why did you come here? And Goku was like, well, and he's like, no, 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 shut up. <laughs> he's like, you don't, don't talk. You're not very good at talking anyway. And Goku says... <laughs> he just he just kind of like roasts him yeah. in a very like gentle way, kind of quite frequently. I like his character. It's yeah. very what you would imagine yeah. a sage cat to be like. He's like, be quiet. It doesn't matter. You're not good at talking. Um, and then Goku says, yeah. me? Do I have to be quiet? And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah shut, shut up. up. Um, and this so they have a kind of awkward standoff. He's like, but then and then I sort of stand there, and he's like, ah, you want to revive Upa's father? And he collected all the Dragon Balls. And he's like, whoa, how did you know? What? Uh, yeah. He says, when you're ascending, you can read people's hearts. <laughs> this is an extremely dumb throwaway joke that Toriyama will bring back like 200 chapters later for something. Hmm. Cool. Which is very weird. I, I don't know if he reread back through his work or if he was he had it burrowed in the back of his head all that time but it's like a funny thing here and then later on it's kind of some weird character development thing which we don't have to worry about yet does Goku learn to read hearts? <laughs> um it's not quite that okay it's not like that oh, don't tell me um, now anyway it's 200 chapters um, but uh, the cat says to him sure take the holy water if you can <laughs> <laughs> it's just so great. Goku's about to take it. He's clambered up onto this these elephants holding a, an ornate jug mm. in the center of the room, which is now, you know, this is the, the mezzanine, you know. It's mm-hmm. the floor, which isn't um, an enclosed room. It's an open viewing balcony, which is 360 degrees, but as seen on TV. Yeah. Buy it now. It's sort of like a little, a little open roof. Got a roof bar, you yeah. know. And Goku's uh, climbing up the middle um, on this little statue, almost like a, you know, like a water fountain made of four elephants kind of style yeah. thing. But it's um, not a water fountain, it's holding the jug. Yeah. And then his, his in, fingers in get so close. He's a drink it if you can. And Goku's like, what, test that bad? He's like, no, you fucking moron. I'm going <laughs> to stop you from getting it. I said, don't talk. <laughs> I said, no, no. Goku tries to get it. And then the cat just goes on bonk on his head with his walking stick. And Goku eventually, yeah, because they, they try and run around 
around and Goku tries to nab it and every time the sage just makes a slight movement and moves it away just enough. This is this is kind of fun back and forth, which happens for a while. And Goku ties himself out because he's just been running around mm. and he's been at boot camp. And then he kind of collapses and just goes, I'm real hungry. If I wasn't hungry, I could get it. And then... Um, the cat says... If I wasn't hungry, I could get it. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry, I'm hungry, I can't get it. And, you know, the cat says to him, well, the, the sage cat says, okay then, have a meal, and flicks him a bean. No, no. He flicks him a senzu, which is... If, if you're a listener and you're familiar with Dragon Ball Z, you'll be familiar with a senzu, or as it's called in the dub, the senzu bean. Uh, it's very familiar to us. <laughs> But Senzu just means a sage bean. It's just sage or like, you know, the same like the as Senin. And then Zu is Mame, like Edamame bean. Uh, but it's the Chinese reading. I see. So it's the holy beans. Holy it's like beans. sport beans. <laughs> Goku takes a sport <laughs> bean. Have you seen sport beans since we had them? Because I've never seen sport beans again. We've never been able to find them again. I want my fucking sport beans. But bean. if you live in New York, did, did we you even, can buy them. Was that on an episode or did I have them on the episode that we lost? That was on an episode. That was on a real episode. Because I thought it was the one that we were, were talking to Riley. It's on one of them. And then we lost no, an episode. No, no, no. Okay, it's on an actual episode. That's we had lost the Riley I one need... that we did second time to the charm, but we recorded it solo, that chapter. Yeah. I, I need to preserve evidence of the existence of sport beans. For the future of our children. Yeah, everyone chapter needs to know about those fucking weird highlight of fluorescent yellow jelly beans. <laughs> it has to, like... Maybe, I don't know, Mountain Dew flavor? That's so gross I, I don't know. Energy drink. It was, it was gnarly, man. They made me ready for sports. Cutting gives him a anyway. sport beans. And he goes, wow, it's like I've had a whole meal. So this has just been advertising for Senzu for, His, for holy yeah. beans. Goku's like so skeptical as well. I was like, um, I can eat like a lot. <laughs> like, and then eats this bean. He's like, oh. Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's not bad, not bad. It's not bad at all. It fills up the old, the old tum, you know? It's a bean of two halves. It's <laughs> a bean of two halves. Um, yeah, and then he tries to spin Which, and unfortunately, it's a laxative. Like, hour just fighting over this jug of water. Like, I don't... I, don't, I usually kind of enjoy the action panels, yeah. but this one, there was just, like, nothing really There's to no look stakes. at. There's no stakes, and also it's just like, a lot of like wide shots of the top of the tower with like sound effects, like, and then it's just Goku like missing and not being able to catch this cat who's yeah. holding a jug of water. And then like at one point he sort of like puts it on the end of his walking stick and he was like, "Ooh, come get it!" And some some dumb shit like that. But then yeah. basically at the end of it, Goku like can't get it, and he's just too tired. And then the cat's like. You can't get the water. Yes, you're out of breath because the air is very thin up here. <laughs> I think it's a little later, but they yeah. do have a conversation wherein he, Goku says, "Has anybody got it before?" And he goes, "Yeah, someone three hundred years ago." And then he goes, "Huh? I can tell by your movements that the person who got that juice was your Pokemon trainer." <laughs> Was your Megan Trainer the person who got up three hundred years ago? Was Megan Trainer to the top? Megan Trainer can Tauna. get it and can yeah, get Megan Trainer climbed to the top of Karen Tower and became the ultimate Karen. Um, <laughs> yes, you become the Karen. Yeah, that's what happens. I'm not surprised a cat could get it. I I can't say that anymore. Simon. I can't say that anymore. You can't Those say words. things like that. And he, he holds up. He says, "How long?" Goku asks. Just Superman can can now cats like. Goku asks, okay? He asks, asks the cat, how long did it take him? And then the cat holds up three fingers and a paw, which, how does that make sense? But he does. 
And then he's only got three. What? <laughs> so he holds many, up the three. And how the, many? Well, he's got the four. The thumb on the bottom. Fingers? Do you think cats have? They got three in there. Thumb. No. They got four, and then three claws. Cats. Cats have four fingers, and then their thumb is like on their wrist. Yeah. Yeah. Descendants of Tiktaalik. Yeah. Wait, 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 I'm sorry. Extremely niche cladogram jokes. I mean, clad. What do you call them? Clad. I mean. I can't remember my evolutionary <laughs> biology. Um, extremely niche phylogeny jokes. Um, <laughs> we're talking about the pentadactyl limb formation. Yeah, we're talking about the development of five, five, five digits. Okay, <laughs> across animals. It doesn't matter, all right? It's too long to talk about bats and cats. Wait, then why are you confused about the fact that he had three... Had you, what, cats don't have three fingers. I don't know why I was confused momentarily. Because he holds three up, but then you don't see another one, I don't think. I think it's he just holds up three. It's in his fur. Oh yeah, I don't know. This is the way Toriyama's drawn it. Yeah, he just he just holds up three three fingers and it's like it, you know, and in response to like how long did it take Kamethin in to get the fucking juice? Three and Goku's like three minutes. He's like no, three years. <gasps> dun dun dun. Bam 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 bam. Three years. Three years. Goku's like the, 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 three years. Um, at this point on the first read through, I actually didn't. Thing I didn't really catch the part where like earlier he has a conversation with Upa and he's like, yeah, Tapapa is gonna come back for the Dragon Ball that I have because he missed it, so he'll come find me and I'll just like get real strong, real quick, and then I'll fight him. Yeah. At this point, I read this bit and I forgot about that and I was like, fuck, he's gonna be there for like three years, like this, like potentially. Obviously not because it's Dragon Ball, but like mm-hmm. this doesn't bother him, even though there's like this guy on the loose and there's kind of like an imminent situation. But like, he just promise. He just pro- yeah, but that is Goku, and I I honestly just like attributed that to his character and like his extreme kind of myopia in regards to life events. Um, but training, in, yeah, it actually did. He he did have a little a little bit more of a, an explanation for that. So you yeah. know what, it's fine. It's We're irrelevant. Basically... I didn't need to bring it up. But I did. That's why we love you. Yeah, but of course he's not going. It's not going to take him three years because no. he's fucking Goku. But basically, and because he's doing what to Goku? <laughs> he's our child. Because <laughs> Toriyama doesn't have the attention span for that either. It's basically chapter. They do it just do a time skip. It's basically chapter thirty nine, and um, Goku decides to ramp it up, and he does the Zanzen Kanzen, the Zanz, the Zanzen technique, the after taste technique. That. <laughs> He's got the spearmint, minty aftertaste, and Karen he, says, he ah. He zips around a bunch and then, like, makes some shadow selves. No and... one is as minty as I. Yeah. And then uh, he tries to do the trick where he... Uh, he played it on someone else where there's, like, an expected number of clones of yourself that you make, yeah, and someone goes for, like, the one. one... If they're knowledgeable, they know which one's the real one, but then he went one step further and, like, did even One step beyond. One. Um, and so, like, you know, this little cat goes for the the fake one and he's like ha but then like it was a fake cat yeah and he played the same trick on yeah. goku so he'd, he'd been fooled he just hooks him with his, his walking stick and Yoink. let the goku hit the floor which is forever funny to me just smacking goku into a flat surface <laughs> Ding, and there's just a pancake the lord yeeteth and the lord yoinketh away the lord yo- yeah. and the lord yeeteth away <laughs> <laughs> I've no. used I've used that character on so many people and claim credit for it to be honest. <laughs> uh, that's fine. <laughs> I know I know that's 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 your guy. But no, like, no, it's, it's perfectly all right. I was just like, yeah, I came up with this. This is myself. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Um, Karen constantly refers to Goku as you. He, the second person pronoun he uses, I was not familiar with this, is um, Onushi, which uh, I am my honorific Nushi. <laughs> Um, but it's some what what you say it's a really old archaic term for referring to an inferior okay well I guess that makes sense because he's 800 years old it absolutely does it was kind of weird I'd never heard that I was confused by this I'm like this this keeps popping up and I don't don't understand this Um, so I had to look up and I was like he's clearly using a pronoun but I don't understand it I also didn't know that Kame Senen was over 300 yeah I kind of assumed he was like 70 it's very strange, Because he's meant right? to be like an old man, but I thought he was just like a, a regular old man, not like an ancient being. But he can get jacked at will, so clearly that's not, not quite. <laughs> <laughs> that's why he's got the island. <laughs> that's why he invites yeah. all the children over. I guess it would make sense for like a turtle guy to be super old. He absorbed the lifespan of the turtles. Yes. He's taken turtle adrenochrome. Cool. Karen grabs the dragon bag from Koku and goes, and then he goes. Karen grabs the dragon bag. He's like, I think you've improved a little, and then he just throws, yeets the dragon ball with the bag over the edge. Goku's like, no, it takes forever to get up here. Then he just runs down and he climbs back up, and Karen says. See, it only took you three hours, but it took you over a day the first time. You're improving. And he goes, oh, I am getting strong. Yeah, the trick is that he's just being trained by having to fight a cat at the top of a pole. The the 100%. And this is taking place over three days. This is wax on, wax off with a cat. Don't, don't wax your cat. cat. Don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. Don't do that. It's bad. They don't like it. Yeah. Um, and then Goku... They, they decide to go to sleep because he's real. He's like, oh, it's getting late. I'm really tired. And that's when it happens, right? That he says... That's when it happens. That's when it happens. It came from outer space in a Japanese traditional spacecraft. Yeah. He goes up to the, the cat, mm. tries to take the jug, and then goes, no, yeah. I should do it the right way. And then the cat thinks to himself, maybe this Kurt is made of the right stuff after all. Maybe yeah. he could go up in a rocket in Apollo 13 and the, die. Yeah, the cat's pretending to be asleep the whole time. But I think... What he said was, was like, oh, he is quite different from his master, after all. Which, like, obviously, fucking turtle rave granddaddy's gone. Yeah, 100%. He's gonna just try to yoink that shit in this cat's sleep. (laughs) Do you reckon he tried that shit and got his ass just whooped? Oh, yeah. He just probably got booted over the edge. I think he waited six months and tried it again. I think he tried it every time. (laughs) Every every goddamn night. (laughs) He He did not learn his lesson. I think he just kept trying. He kept waiting and then waiting. Where is that guy? I I don't like him as a person, but, like... Like, his absence in the comic is noted. He's doing jazzercise on an island. Yeah, who else is going to be, like, a fucking creepy perv and wear rave sunglasses? He's the the sort of guy who would sell sketchy MDMA MDMA to a 16-year-old. That was so fucking loud. I'm sorry, there's a boy racer. There's boy racers. (laughs) And boy, do we race through these chapters. I used to sell a boat called the Boy Racer. Wow. That was my, my competition yacht. But that was your upgrade from the Optimist. That was an Optimist. Oh, okay. I never upgraded from the Optimist because I know they're expensive. Optimist is like $200. Anything above that is like thousands. Although yeah. it's not actually $200. It's $200 if you get it like 13th hand, which I did. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's <laughs> Everyone in Eastbourne had owned that boat before me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it was great. I, I went into competitions in it. Anyway, this is tangent. Goku gets it. No, I can't. Stop, I've got to stop saying it. 
I've got to stop using third-person pronouns for objects. Listen, we don't need to know what's on your mind all the time. Goku. Keep your horniness to yourself. Keep Finally, it off the podcast. My good Christian podcast. He grabs. I'm so trying to get through this. He <laughs> tries to grab. He grabs the jug, and he does it by pushing Karen over the now edge. Now you're talking about Goku grabbing jugs. No. What's wrong with this man? <laughs> he grabs the cat's jugs to to and therapy. gets that milk. <laughs> and he basically pushes Karen over the edge almost, and then Karen lets go of the stick and he's like whoa, 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 it's going over the edge oh. and Goku jumps over and leaps over but he, he he wraps his tail around the railing on the edge of the balcony and then he swings below and he's got it I read this wrong because I thought he tickled him oh he did I forgot yeah okay he pushes yeah, him Goku, to the edge and then he tickles him Goku cheats by tickling the cat to make him let go of the jug it's and not then, cheating it's a technique in fighting it's playing dirty come Plenty on he's not gonna take it I... in his sleep but he's gonna he's gonna tickle him i've anyway continue no <laughs> please tell us more you know when you're play fighting with your friends at a sleepover mm-hmm. your close male best friend yeah. and you guys are tickle fighting yep it's it did you happens. have a pillow fight as well there weren't enough pillows in the lounge. <laughs> and you have a bubble bath. It's fine. Anyway. <laughs> you know, when you're on a student exchange. A normal fight for a normal man. In the same dorm and you tickle fight. Mm-hmm. It just happens. It's very macho and aggressive. And I can't look you in the eye while I'm doing this rip because all of this is 100% fucking true. <laughs> and how did that make you feel? Like I didn't know myself anymore, <laughs> but I discovered a new self. Anyway. And Goku also pretends to die. Yes, he goes over he, the edge. Yeah, he falls over the edge and goes. Ah! At last, we are rid of this turbulent priest, and <laughs> Thomas Beckett has a tail which is used to grab around the railing. Unfortunately, Thomas Beckett. Look, if you can't follow, if you don't, if you can't handle me at my eleventh-century monk jokes, you can't handle me at my Goku ate my family <laughs> and my Goku evangelist ate your preacher. Family too? No, Goku ate your evangelist preacher. Goku is part of my family. <laughs> the fellows the Lord wants you in a monkey's stomach tonight. <laughs> is Goku still a, a weirdong? He would be, but there's no moon. Oh, yeah. Oh, I, I, I forgot because I was thinking about that. I kept thinking about I'm like, man, what happened with Werewolf Goku? And like looking at the moon, he fucking blew up the moon. It's not even a problem anymore. Maybe. It's not a consideration. This has been on my mind for nothing. We read a whole interview about it. You're not worried about Goku anymore. I just forget. I just, it's so outlandish. It's Let's- never going to be a problem again. He's always going to have that power at the ready but completely unable to be realized yeah it's a comic about impotence yep what it, wrapping it really, this up and bringing it, it really it, is landing at home right into those twin towers uh karen says i think we have american listeners i don't think you could say that and i hope they take it and they karen says <laughs> the super holy water <laughs> i hope they milk that cat all oh, right no. oh no karen says of course he did it in only three days this Goku kid really maybe... be out here milking the pussy <laughs> for you <laughs> um this is the worst and he says you know huh i guess he's not like his master as you say and then Goku drinks like, and he says oh i don't feel any different and karen says 
The real you? holy water was inside you all <laughs> the real along. holy water was inside you. I'm so annoyed at this twist, but I knew it. I knew I, it was yeah, going to so, It was so obvious. It was just making him train the whole time. The training was inside you all along. Come on. <laughs> Do not trust cats yeah, claiming to be mentors. cat juice and get nothing from it. If a cat comes up to you with a walking stick and says, I am a secret kung fu master do not trust that cat i would absolutely trust that cat i guess what if possible motives could this cat have to deceive me well cats are very trustworthy creatures and never want anything from you no ulterior motives something <laughs> you need to unbrow some things that you have to <laughs> trains <laughs> one thing that you have to understand about about Japanese comics, I think you might already know this, is that when characters have extreme just slant eyes, where it's just a line, that's not what I meant. When they just, <laughs> they just have lines for eyes, right? Mm-hmm. And they're closed eyes all the time. It's, you know, it's a, like a play on the way that foxes are depicted in traditional drawings and watercolors and things. Because hmm. foxes are devious and they're trickster gods in ah. Shinto. Um, and so and when a character has those sorts of eyes, unless it's like upside down U-shaped ones, then they're like kind of a, mis- a devious character. And that's what this cat is. So we're supposed to have had it telegraphed to us visually this I whole time. I thought he was just like an old, old man. He is too. He just has like little, like, little squinty eyes. He's very old. Eliza! <laughs> <laughs> no, the cat is not Michael Thornberry. <laughs> <laughs> I just shoehorn that impression in. I know, I'm sorry. So long, space cat. So long, space cat. I've learned everything I can from the closest thing this comic has to God. He says... <laughs> I thought, doesn't this comic literally have God in it? You don't find that out until later. I found it out. For the purposes of people listening, there is no God. We killed him. He's dead. <laughs> we came and that's killed cat God. That's pretty grim, but like, you know, if that's your personal belief, you can tell it. <laughs> we drained the seas to find and kill God. That's what climate change is about. I truly believe that oil executives at Bohemian Grove are they're trying to find... They're looking for God? They're looking for God. They want to evaporate... God lives in the abyss. We found him in the Mariana Trench. He's in the Mariana... I was just about to say that. <laughs> it was in my head. He's the Kraken from Aquaman. <laughs> God is the Kraken from Aquaman. I saw God's tentacles and they were mighty. And God's tentacles touched me and <laughs> tell us kids have you been touched by God's tentacles slithering tentacles of Jesus <laughs> oh. slithering deep inside you pussy oh, no, no. <laughs> he's that's a cat obscene. he's a cat he's a cat he's a cat that's obscene you furry cat <laughs> Get cat. I'm, uh, I'm gonna I, I'm gonna get a restraining order let the guns of the Lord cover you and it's the Holy Spirit water hell, that hell, he's, hell, hell, <laughs> he's hell. sprinkled over Goku. He sprays Goku with They're like, bad, bad. <laughs> Goku decides he's going to go. Does he, he leave the tower or is he about to leave it at the end? I don't know. I'm still thinking about Tentacle Jesus. At least not. That's cool. <laughs> let's not think about Jesus. I mean, let's always think about Jesus. Keep him always on your mind. Did I tell you that I once... Okay, let's finish the chapter and I'll tell you the story. <laughs> okay, tell me the story afterwards. <laughs> Goku, he, he finally says Karen has the final lines of the comic and he says, perhaps he has already surpassed Metal Gear. I mean, he's already surpassed Turtle Rave Daddy, mm-hmm. which is a pretty typical Dragon Ball ending where somebody just muses to themselves about how strong Goku has got. And then that's the whole end of the volume. So we've What's wrapped up. the end of the volume? Yeah, the end of volume six. Wow. Yeah. That's a lot. We read so much Dragon Ball. 
Okay. Anyway, that was, yeah, there was a that lot. Was there was a I'm lot gonna of, cut that whole thing. Yeah. Okay. Cool. That's fresh. <laughs> Otherwise, it's it was interesting, but I don't say there's like the the whole like final end of our podcast is like 15 <laughs> minutes of talking about Jesus. <laughs> anyway, uh, I've had a good time. I hope you've had a good time. It's episode 30. Subscribe to the Patreon. Patreon.com/slash Gohan or Go Home. I promise the Patreon is good. Like the behind the paywall podcast is funny. Any final thoughts it's or dragon good. predictions? <laughs> Uh, this was not not my favorite chapters. I liked the cat, but like mm. it just it was a lot of nothing. Mm. It was kind of hard to like find comedy material in like twelve pages of fighting and climbing. Um, but dragon predictions, obviously, Taipei comes back and they fight, and I guess Goku's strong now. Uh, but maybe he's not strong enough. Ooh, oh, curveball. He's gotta do some tricky shit although the cat did at one point say like you're not even paying attention to what your opponent's doing you're just throwing random shit out there to see what happens so maybe he'll like start trying to get inside people's heads or something maybe that'll be an element of it he could easily get inside people's heads by just sticking his little fist through their skull tau pai by gets inside people's heads (laughs) silos them alrighty is that how silo did it? (laughs) no that's why they don't show you what hero is a silo was just getting his tongue right in there Uh... Uh, don't you know that when it <laughs> rains and rains pennies from heaven okay <laughs> it's time to go thank you very much for listening see you next week fresh fresh it's popping it's fresh this has been Dragon Ball fuck you get out of my face <laughs> Akiti and all how to rap and a very good evening indeed Yeah, yeah.